Hey, what's going on, everybody? Rich the Architect here. And today, I want to talk a little bit, um, you know, being Rich the Architect, I want to talk a little bit about me. And I want to talk actually specifically of why I chose to do, chose to be an architect. Um, going a little bit over this before, you know, probably like episode zero or whatever. Actually, oh. Hold on. Let me turn that off. Jeez. Let me give myself actually an order here a little bit. Let me make sure not to make mistakes like I did last week. Airplane mode. Turn off the phone. All that stuff. Okay, there we go. Um, yeah. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. One more thing. No distractions. Email off. There we go. All right. Now we're now we're good. Got to do all that stuff. So yeah. The. Let me make sure. There we go. Um, yes, being an architect, uh, yeah. So the, probably in other episodes and then, you know, especially the, the very first episode, I probably, you know, covered a, a bit of, of, you know, why I wanted to be an architect, all that different stuff. But, you know, I wanted to just kind of just dive in, you know, I guess now here I am. 20 some years later, you know, well, almost even 30, if you, if you kind of equate, you know, the time in college and, and even in high school where my interest was, you know, kind of sparked to be an architect, you know, f you know, let's just say 30 years later, you know, where, you know, why, why am I still being, an, you know, why do I still want to be an architect is really, you know, not like, not why I initially got into it, but like, you know, here I am 30 years later, why do I still want to do it? You know, so, um, yeah, so let's, I'm going to jump into that. Uh, let me just, uh, but you know what, let me take a quick break here and we'll get into it here on the other side. All right. Um, yeah. So, you know, here I am pretty much 30 years later, not a kid anymore. Um, not not a new, you know, not a young professional. You know, I am currently 46 as of this recording. 46, right? Yes, 46. I have to do the math, get into that age where I have to kind of think like, well, what am I saying? You know, am I saying the right thing? Why am I here? Uh, <laughs> anyway, the, uh, yeah. So why am I still doing this? And I think... I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is I do enjoy, you know, the simple act of, of helping people. You know, one of the things that I really do, if you want to simplify it, you know, forget, you know, actually creating buildings or that, but I'm creating people, I'm, I'm actually making people's dreams their reality. And I really, I really enjoy helping people with that. You know, there are, you know, some clients that, you know, that call me and, you know, there's, there's different ends of the spectrum. You know, there's some clients that call me and they'll have a plan. They'll have pictures of like, we know exactly what we want and all that. You know, then I have other ones who are like, I've never done this before. We don't know what the steps are. You know, all we know is, you know, if it's a house, you know, we need, we need additional living space or, you know, we're starting a business and we're doing, you know, doing a restaurant or doing a, a hair salon or a bakery or whatever, you know, whatever it may have been. And, you know, 
what do we do? Like, how, how, how do we get to that point? You know? And, and it's really satisfying to me to help, like I said, help, help people get to that, that point where, you know, I mean, some of my, some of my favorite interactions I have or moments I have as being an architect is it's usually, there's three that come to mind. And actually, I'll cover all three. So one is the beginning of the project, right? You know, so, and, you know, why I like doing that is a lot of times, even though, even if, even if I have a, a client who comes to me with a plan, with, with pictures and images and a set idea, it's still a blank page. It's very exciting for me because it's like, there's going to be a number of different discoveries along the way and it's just limitless at that point. So there's, you know, the limitless, you know, the, or not limit, the unlimited amount of possibilities is very exciting to me at the beginning of any project. It could be a one, you know, a one bedroom addition to, to, to a project, but there's still, um, you know, until pen to paper or, you know, that plan is, is actually laid out, you know, those, those, you know, hundreds, thousands of different options could be even for just that one simple, simple room, you know, I mean, I could think of, I could think of one project where that's exactly what the project was. This was last year. Yeah. Yeah. This project was last year. It's probably around this time when, um, I met the client, met the homeowner and, yeah, I'm trying to, I mean, there was probably some, yeah, it was probably in the spring, maybe spring, summer, it might've been in the summer, but yeah, they were, uh, just, they were having a, I think the, the, their parent, the, the, the one, the woman's parents were, you know, were older and they were going to move in. So it was just a simple, Hey, we need to add essentially, you know, a bedroom suite, um, to the house. And they were like, Hey, we went in the corner of the house, you know, it's going to be 10 by, you know, let's say 15 by 15, 15 foot by 15 foot addition. Well, the, you know, as you know, okay, that's very simple in concept, but it was the corner of the house, but also was very close to the property line. And it actually became very challenging because the pro it actually was close to the property line, but the property line was also at an angle. So there was a limit of how far you could go back, how far you could go over. Plus there was a pinch point because uh, that was the gas meter. I think the gas line was coming into the, into the house, you know, to the, like, so on the right hand side, if you were like looking at the front of the house, um, there was the property line that was kind of coming closer and closer to the, to the house as you were moving further and further back on the lot, you know, so there was a pinch point there on the right-hand side, but on the left-hand side was the gas meter and all that. So you could only go a certain amount of, of distance to the left for that. So then it became a challenge of like fitting all of the, the, uh, all the, you know, the bedroom, the bathroom and the closet, you know, three very simple things, small, you know, smaller items, not a huge thing, but still it became when you kind of did the math, it would all kind of like, um, you know, kind of was all limited in one little area. So it was, uh, you know, it was 
it was a, it was a challenge, but then it was also, um, you know, like I said, there were all these possibilities, even for a project that small, you know, that the possibilities could have been, you know, do you build up? What do you do when you're building up actually? And that in this case, it was, uh, you know, there was a, a bedroom for th this woman's older parents, you know, I, maybe one was in a wheelchair or something. So going up wouldn't have been an option actually now that I think about it, but still it's like those possibilities are endless. And then if I go into like, you know, any, you know, like a commercial client, like, um, like, uh, my one, the men's salon that I, that I did, you know, for, for my one client, um, ethos gsfm I, I'm, I'm probably t t talked about them before you know my client there who was a friend of mine he came to me he actually has a background in architecture and interior design and he came to me with a very specific plan that he had he had already worked out because he he actually had you know very similar skill skills and background that i did came to me a very very specific design and ideas but as but again there was still a lot of there were some unknowns with that project you know there were i know that he came to me with um he's like hey this is what i want now he had a very very specific aesthetic design ideas and everything for the front of the house spaces you know and for the most part i think the end product is front of house is it was very close you know, or maybe even just pretty much what he wanted. But the challenge to that project ended up actually being what was behind the scenes, like where the office was, how does the, the, the bathroom, well, no, how the bathroom works, but he wanted other things there, but it was in a very, again, it was a very limited space, similar to that residential project where, you know, it was, it was important to him to have uh, laundry there you know so he had a washer and dryer to build um to wash his towels you know from from every day that was actually when i when we were first meeting he had us another space but it was actually a very small space where it only had like two barber chairs and you know it was um he actually had to take the towels that they used every day he actually had to take out on a bag every day take them home or take them to a laundromat and wash them every evening you know, so he was carrying towels in and out of the, out of his business every day. So but he wanted in this new space to have, to have, you know, an air, you know, like a laundry closet and whatnot, you know, but then also he was, there were other needs, you know, he needed that office space that would, you know, he didn't want to just sit in the lounge of it, of you know, on a laptop and, you know, do whatever he needed to do for his business. He wanted to have an actual private office didn't need to be a huge space, you know, um, but then also he wanted a break area for, for his employees. So when you started doing, taking all those needs and adding them up and kind of where he wanted to put them initially, he was like, Hey, we'll just put, you know, there's kind of like back of back area. We'll just make it into like, you know, a bigger room. Well, the really cool thing about that, about that project was, you know, it did have high ceilings. So I was able to actually you know, sit down with him and, and, you know, taking measurements, we actually, you know, did the, the, the scan with the camera and, and all that stuff that I, I typically do on projects where I'm like, Hey, look, you got enough headroom space. We could do a loft, put a loft up here so you can have a space, you know, on the first floor 
and then have this mezzanine loft and have, you know, additional space up there. And what we ended up doing was on the, on the, the main, you know, the first floor was, yeah, there was a lot, there ended up being a laundry closet. And I think there was a utility closet for like the electrical and that, and there was a bathroom down there too, but then we were able to work out a space. You go up a couple, you know, a set of steps and then upstairs in the mezzanine was a little break room, an office. And then there actually ended up being another utility room for like the, the air handler and things like that were up there. So, you know, even though that project had a number of set things that the client came to me with, you know, very, 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 very specific in this case, because it was a client who actually had a background in, in architecture and design, um, that, you know, there were still so many other things that needed to be worked out. Um, and, you know, I, I, it's funny, I get, I get excited on some projects more for stuff that people don't even see, <laughs> you know, figuring out how those, you know, those pieces of the puzzle come together and um, end up, the solution ends up being something that that end user, my client, isn't necessarily even going to think about it. Because if they were thinking about it, it's not good to, like, if you have to um, every day think about something that that you don't like about your space, I didn't do my job right, you know? And it could be something simple, to, like I just was mentioning with the the laundry closet and the towels, right? Or it could be something where, you know, and it might be more of a, this might be more of a maintenance thing, but you know, if the door, if your door doesn't open right and it squeaks every time, or you gotta, heck, I got one here. My, um, the one, the one door I come in and out of our building, um, actually it's, um, it's rusting at the bottom. The frame is rusting. And so, um, there's a, you know, there's whether, and that happened because water collected in there at some point, whether it was in the door or in the frame. Well, when rust, when metal rust, it actually expands. So what's happening is the door sticks, you know, and we actually have the door kind of propped open when the, the ballet school is open. But when I'm here during the day and it's just me, I just keep, you know, the doors closed, but I actually have to kind of, there's like a, a little, like I have to kind of like kick it or open it in a certain way. Um, like I just have to tap my foot at the bottom corner where, where that frame is rusted, you know, so the door can open, you know, but that's not ideal. You know, it's, it's funny. I'm like pointing in that direction <laughs> right now, but it's not ideal, you know, for that. So that's something that needs to be fixed. But, you know, if, if it, if it's not working, you know, you're going to, you know, think about it all the time. So, so really, like I said, it's, it's that first step is, is just kind of this unlimited type of, um, you know, unlimited possibilities. And then um, I kind of just dived into kind of the second part of why I really, you know, of, of a project that I really enjoy, why I like architecture um, or doing, you know, working as an architect. And two is, is really, um, I know I have, I, I've brought this up before, is the time, is, is that point in a project where the kind of ideas are starting to become reality. You know, I always, I always think of like, so if I have a new build, it's like when I start working with a structural engineer and we start really working out what the framing of, of, of a house or, or, or a building needs to be, 
And um, I've been actually, it's funny, like right now, uh, there's a number of projects. I'm, there's a number of projects that have been on my board for a very long time. Some of it, you know, has been like the COVID has kind of like stalled it a little bit, but um, I've been going, you know, at the tail end of projects, I'm working on those details, uh, you know, flashings of roofs and windows and you know how things connect and how they you know so they don't need you know they're not leaking water and things like that um you know so but as part of that i'm looking at structural engineers drawings too of what the what the framing members need to be like so you know so i can just think of a drawing i was working on yesterday where yeah there was a low roof and a wall that were hitting each other so really i'm looking at that kind of intersection of the two and you know how that's flashed and how it, how the flashing interacts with the certain type of material that's on the roof versus what you know the material that's on the wall you know how all that kind of comes together and those those parts of um you know there's another there's another level of discovery that's happening right there and it really like as as I'm solving that problem and figuring out, oh, well, this needs to be, you know, you can have this, right? This, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, you know, on the, on the video, you can see me doing it with my hands, but you can have that roof hitting, hitting that wall. Um, and I can, I probably have that, that, that situation, you know, hundreds of times on projects, but you know, what if this is a flat roof? You know, what if this is a sloped roof that changes the aspect of what needs to happen there? What if this, you know, and in materials of that roof, a flat roof is a different material than a sloped roof, right? You have either like shingles versus uh, a membrane product on a flat roof, you know, and then what is on that wall again, you know, is it stucco? Is it vinyl siding? Is it brick? You know, there's, there's all kinds of different things. So it's a very, you know, there's a common connection of, you know, two, two building elements, but it can be all kinds of different aspects need to be kind of figured out. And it's really like figuring out and making that reality of, you know, something that's something is a, a conceptual idea of here, here's a roof and here's a wall. And then, but then applying those materials and then actually figuring out and then, you know, making it into a drawing that's conveyed to a, a contractor who's going to build it and make it real, you know, actually be real. And then, I, you know, also detailing in a certain way that once the, once the contractor builds it, it's functions properly. Right. It goes back to the squeaky door on the squeaky door or the stuck door. You know, it's it's something that they're not going to think about. You know, if the again, if the roof is if the roof is is leaking water, you know, I didn't do my job right. Right. You know, so it's it. But it is taking those kind of ideas that, again, are conceptual in nature, Um you know, but have been worked out, you know, like, like that first step, like the design has been worked out. We have figured out where the spaces are connected to each other. You know, we have the, the, the bathroom is in the right spot in adjacent to the bedroom or, or let's go back to that business that I was talking about. There's that laundry room now adjacent to the main, the main, um, you know, space, you know, if, if, if the laundry room was upstairs and they had to lug up, you know, towels every day, you know, that, that may, that may be a failure in terms of the overall layout, 
but then but if the laundry room is where it is which is right adjacent to the space where they can just take the towels probably throughout the day they can just take the towels and rather than put them in a basket they may actually just put them right into the washer at the end of the day it's one of the things they do is they hit hit wash and and there you go but um but yeah so there's that overall thing but then that this is that next level like i said is like the layouts the layout works but now it's figuring out how it can be how it can be built and um make that work as well um you know so that's that kind of second part but then the last part that's really enjoyable for me on a project is is you know is is, is kind of one of the more obvi most obvious ones is you know it's the when the project is completed and that building is open and my clients are are in, you know, they're living in their house now. They are, you know, they've opened their business. They're utilizing the space. You know, it's it's really fun for me to go to these projects that, um, you know, more, and this is more of the commercial commercial side, you know, on the residential side, I've, you know, I've visited with clients when they're, I remember I was, you know, one, about two years ago, I was, I had the opportunity to take a few pictures of a pretty much completed project and it was literally like the client was just was pulling up and moving in their first items into their their it's not their new house it was a it was an existing house that got renovated but it was it was a very very big renovate like it was a one-story house and we took off the roof built an entire second floor you know so they they pretty much moved their entire house out live some you know live somewhere temporarily and then we're moving their stuff back in um, when I was there. So it's really cool to to be in that space, you know, when they're you know, for the first time where they're, you know, they're, they're actually starting to use it. Um, I've been to a number on the a number of, you know, openings for for businesses. And, um, you know, I think some of the business, some of those openings, you know, like somebody, oh, you know, we'd like to thank our architect, blah, blah, blah. But I've had a number of, 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 um, openings where my client doesn't recognize me or my company. And I'm actually fine with that because I feel like if there were, if there were a number of issues on, on that project and it was heavily involved, then, you know, to fix things or, or whatever it may be, you know, I, I become more and more top of mind. And that if I'm not, if I'm kind of like forgotten, it's like, that's just tells me that I'm like, that, you know, I've, I've done my job in, in, in some cases there too, because, you know, if, I wouldn't say they forgot about me, but it's like, they just, they're like, you know, oh, well, you know, we don't think this person, that person, but you know, it's it it. Oh, I almost see it as more of a compliment than somebody just forgetting about me. So, um, but yeah, but it's it's really cool to go into some of these spaces when people are in there and they're enjoying it. You know, and I, I may they may not be talking to me, but I may overhear something that's like, oh man, this space is really great because of blah blah blah. You know, this this and that, and I'm kind of just sitting. I can just sit there in my mind, and be like, oh, I did that. You know, it's, it's, it's a really cool feeling. And, um, you know, like I said, it's, it's just great to kind of be part of that process of, you know, helping someone or a company really get, you know, get, you know, take these ideas and then just, 
you know, go with it and, you know, it becomes an, a reality. And I just, you know, so I, I think if you, we just go back to the simple point of like why I'm still doing architecture, it's that it's just that simple idea of like being able to help people. And, um, and to be quite honest, it can be lost on a, in a day to day basis. There are days where, you know, there are tough days that, you know, there are days where I'm just like, why am I, do you know, I could be selling ice cream or something like that. But I do know if I, if I kind of like take it to the flip side, if I, if I quit this and try to do something else, you know, at least right now, you know, that I know that I, they're in back of my head, I'd just be like, no, <laughs> like, you know, I would always be like, well, what if I would have just stuck with it and stuff like that? So, you know, there's, there's that end of it. So I, I know this is definitely what I want to do, what I still want to do. You know, there's obviously different things that down the road, you know, like I think there's, you know, there's grow, growing pains, things like that. You know, there's that I've, uh, I've identified, I've talked about in, 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 you know, a lot of detail on, on other episodes here on this podcast. Um, but, you know, it's uh, definitely, you know, something that I want to keep continuing to do. Um, I will say just to kind of wrap this up, let me just make sure. Yeah. Okay. And, and kind of um, is, you know, moving forward, I, you know, I live in South Jersey, right? And, you know, when I'm always like networking things and stuff, and I got to do like a 30 second spiel, I always say I'm kind of the center point between Philadelphia and the and Atlantic City, which, you know, is Southern New Jersey. Um, and I, you know, serve points, you know, on those two ends and anywhere in between, you know, I can reach further, but that's basically my primary area. Um, and I, but I will say like recently, you know, I've talked about, you know, I have a, like a hobby farm and I really enjoy this past week. I've, I've had some issues with my tractor and I've had to go to this tractor store twice now. And where I have to drive is in Southern New Jersey. If, if, you know, people here listening, if you've never been to New Jersey, I think there's a um, this idea, like the New Jersey. I think the general public who've never been to New Jersey or just kind of driven through, have just done that. They've been like on the Jersey Turnpike, you know, in 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 spots just just adjacent to that. But there's a lot of New Jersey that's that's there's a joke, like especially here in, in South Jersey, that we're like pretty much like Nebraska, and it's very true. I mean, there's a reason why it's called the Garden State. There's a lot of farms where I live, um, I'm kind of like right on the edge of, of more, you know, more condensed areas. And then, but if you, as you move South, kind of South and West, actually, from where I'm at, it just completely opens up and it's, I mean, there's a rodeo and, you know, just farmland. You know, there's a lot of farmlands here. If you kind of go east towards the shore, actually, it's more the what they call the Pinelands. Like if you've ever seen, there's a Sopranos episode where, um, who is it? Christopher and uh, I think Pauly, you know, there's a Russian guy, you know, they, they go into the Pine Barrens, right? And then they try to dump the guy into the woods. They thought they killed him, but they didn't. That That's actually where, pretty much where I live. I live, I, I do live in the Pine Barrens. Like I'm right in, right where the boundary is, where that starts. 
and you know it's huge it's like natural you know forest so there's and there's probably some farmlands there but it's it's a lot of it's pine woods really but it's you know it's protected habitats and things like that um you know more like creeks and then eventually the bay and and the, and the shore but but if you kind of go a little bit more wet south and west it's just straight up like you're driving and it's just you know orchards and and things like that like you would not you know there's a lot of people don't think that that's that's new jersey but it is and it's uh but but there's something about that farm area that really i mean i grew up in central pennsylvania so i've kind of and my grandparents had a farm so you know i was around that a little bit but there's like there's something about that that these farm areas that really is attracted to me and you know i actually had about a year or so ago a client who where I, we i designed a barn uh for them they had it like kind of like a fruit stand you know, farm side, you know, roadside uh, fruit stand needed a barn for, for different things. And, and, um, did, a, did that project. Heck I've done my own barn project, you know, for my own property. Um, and you know, those are, those are actually some, you know, projects I'd like to get more and more into. And, you know, I'm actually kind of thinking, you know, even if, if I wanted to like move my office into a facility at some point, you know, besides where I'm at right now, that the, um, that, that may be what I want to, you know, that, that might be more of an area that I'd like to move into. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see where that goes, but, you know, in terms of helping people, um, you know, and I think that's the main thing that come, you know, that really drives me, um, you know, just keep, keep doing architecture. So, um, I'm going to, I'm going to end it right there and, uh, yeah, Hope everybody's doing well, and until next time, this is Richard Architect. I'm signing off. See ya.